Guys, today's episode is sponsored by Fidus Information Security. Keep your business safe with Fidus Information Security. They are a group of dedicated cybersecurity professionals that specialize in penetration testing. This means that Fidus look at every aspect of your business inside and out to make sure you aren't susceptible to an attack. Penetration testing starts with their Tiger and Crest certified consultants looking at your business's online assets to see if they can find any vulnerabilities. They then try and exploit these so that you can see what changes you need to make. So to find out more, head over to sd.fidusinfosec.com. Now get a pen and paper. I'm going to spell it out. That's sd, short for startup diary, sd.fidusinfosec.com. Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of the Startup Diary Podcast, where we answer a listener question that appeared in our Facebook group. We give some very candid, honest advice. I look forward to hearing your feedback of it inside the group as the conversation continues. Enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 289 of the Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge, and I'm with my co-host Adam Callow. Hey guys, and thanks for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. This is where we share what it's like to build a business from bootstrapped, VC funded, and sharing all the mistakes we make along the way so you don't make them too. Harry, this is an interesting show. It wasn't directly a listener question for us, but it is part of our Facebook community. Yep. <laughs> it was indeed. Uh, I thought that you were was like me throwing it, the ball okay, to you. Okay, okay, and you I fumbled at the first huddle. Uh, yeah, this was sent in from David Wu. Uh, just into the Startup Diary Club Facebook group, which you can search for. Um, it says, I'll just dive straight into it. It says, morning everyone, just a little bit of advice needed, please. I'm creating a fitness community as a hobby rather than a business, but the principles are still very similar. I've created the brand and the website is in the process of being built as we speak. As I say, this, as I say, this for me is a hobby and something I enjoy since I have a day job, which I love. Brings in good money and is relatively flexible, so I have no reason to give up. I have two rules I stick to when it comes to this project. One, it does not interfere or overlap with my day job. And two, I enjoy it. The second I stop enjoying it and it becomes a chore or a business, then I stop doing it. My question is, where do I go next? What do you think I should focus on and why? Super interesting one. Just as before we got into this, you said, actually, I want to put this on the show because you had a question. Mm. What was the thing that you wanted to dig into? Yeah, I I was going to comment on this thread myself, but I thought I'll hold back because it was late at night and then I just forgot, uh, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But what I, what I wanted to ask was that if he's got two rules, so it doesn't interfere or overlap with his day job and he, he continues to enjoy it and it doesn't become a chore or a job... Um, my question is why he's asking what he should do next because to me it sounds like it's sorted obviously he's got the website going and all that and he wants to grow it which is great but it feels like it's kind of as it is right now it's all set and it's all good to go and you just want to grow the numbers of the community to to be asking where do i go next what should i do like sounds like a question of growth in what he offers yep. um, and it seems 
contradictory to the two rules that is set on i on get your point planet. i think i think the way it sat obviously he's outlined these rules and he's trying to say listen guys i i, I love what i do day to day i don't want to quit my job i love it it's amazing uh, and i've got this thing on the side which i also love but he's asking the questions from a fairly strategic point of mm. view which means he actually have, he has the ambition to scale it and i think one of the things to touch on is regardless of how much you love something so if someone's listening to this and they're thinking about building their own business and they go, cool, I love fitness or I love knitting or I love... Two similar things? Collecting <laughs> stamps. stamps is what I, was, I was trying to find <laughs> something that people collect and I got there in the end. I love Regardless of what your absolute passion is, as soon as you do it more and more often and you try and ask these sort of strategic questions in terms of how do I grow it mm. you're naturally going to put yourself into doing work and it's one of the things that we do with our podcast is we've sort of got a similar rule which is we don't tr we try our best not to do this during work hours but sometimes because we've made a commitment to do the show things knock on and we can't always stick to that but this is our sort of passion project outside of work so we're in a very similar boat to david to be honest and me and harry look at this and go we want to add as much value to as many listeners as possible and uh, it feels like David's got the same approach as he, he enjoys building the community. He wants to add value. The truth is, David, is if you have aspirations of growing this into something meaningful, and it doesn't need to become a job, mm. but if you want to grow this into something meaningful, it's going to feel like work because it is going to be work. There's a certain breaking point that you can do something and it will get a certain critical mass and it will grow sort of where we are with the podcast and that's why we put the would you like to come and work for us post out with and we've had a, a bunch of awesome people yeah, contact loads. us so thank you and we're in the process of getting back to everyone but that's because we haven't got the time to do the work mm -hmm. but we want to get someone involved to do the work so i'd probably throw a question back to david in terms of he's saying this doesn't he doesn't want to make this into a business he wants to impact people and harry what's your thoughts about the fact that if David wants to do that, what if he found someone else that does want to convert this into a business and he ended up making it a JV or finding a co-founder or a partner? He's obviously built something that's got meaning to it and he might find someone to come in and actually say, cool, you built something cool. Let me run the biz side of it mm. to actually build this into something meaningful and monetize it. Like, well, what's your thoughts? Well, he just to... Uh because this is still a, a an active thread. It's still going on, um, I know. It's an amazing reply. And I just opened it up and saw that he replied to uh, James Copping in the group, and he basically said that the, the community is going to be made up of those looking at or are already building a fitness business of any kind. So it's a community of people building a business. Yep. Um, so I guess he's, he just wants a place for these guys to just kind of bounce ideas off of each other. Um but like you say, if he's if he's trying to grow it, then but he doesn't want it to be part of his day job, then he does need to bring someone in to kind of take the wheel, really. Yeah, because my, my problem with this is is if it, if his thing is I want to make it like my word my my word for the last year has been about impact. I want to make as much mm. impact as as possible, and it feels like David's on a similar journey. He wants to he wants to help these business these fitness business owners to build a business, and he wants to create the community that these business owners come together in. We don't know the details, so we're, we're sort of guessing a little bit, but it feels about there. Mm. He's doing a disservice if he doesn't actually add 
more time into this. As in, he's building a website, great. But after the website, there's going to be, he'll want to run some events and bring people together. And then he'll want a, a forum at the back end of his website or he'll want to do some training where he brings people. And that's all going to take a lot of time. It's also going to cost him some money because we do this podcast and the tech that we've got to run this it costs money. Mm. So I think what he's going to do is get himself into a, like back himself into a corner with those two rules in terms of, um, and ju- just to repeat them for me, doesn't interfere and overlap with his day job. Fine. Cool. You can probably find the boundaries and dedicate time to doing this outside of work to a point because it will scale. And then as mm. more people come in, they'll want more. So he either needs to say, actually, this is a closed group. There's a limited number of people and here's what it's only ever going to be. Or I think he needs to think about running it as a business himself because he's going to add more value and it doesn't mean he has to quit maybe there's a question here is does he think if he runs this as a business he has to quit his day job because that's not the truth you look at what tom bates is doing the listener question of the day he has three businesses on the go like is this is this a fear that and a, and a, from the sounds of it a soon to be ex-wife <laughs> <laughs> sorry tom but like i'm trying to work out the mindset i think the way that you phrase it at the beginning is is right it's I don't want this to take away from my day job because I love my day job, but I want to grow this. And it's like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah, it's it's tricky because, so for example, we use our show. I We we record, we enjoy we we enjoy just chatting shit. Yep. Like, that, like that's why we're going to have a podcast where well, we, we get to chat shit. Um, but we enjoy it and this is the fun part, but there is work that follows on from this. Like yep. we put the mics on and record, but then I then have to go away and work on the edits. Yep. I enjoy it, but I still have to make time for it in my evenings. But if we've got more shows at some point, there might be a tipping point where I either need to do less hours at work because the output on the thing that we enjoy becomes more. Yep. At the moment, I've weaved the the work aspect of the startup diary into skill improvement. So we're bringing in video, um, which brings on YouTube as a platform. We're bring, I'm bringing these things in to just try and add to something that applies to my day job at the moment. But there is inevitably going to be a tipping point that if he, like you say, if he builds something which has mass and scale, people are gonna want more from him and either has to say no, yep. it's just a chat room where we all just chat or he's going to need to dedicate more time to it. So one thing for me that stands out is that there's a guy called Rich, there's a guy called Richie Rich. <laughs> I just realized his name. Um, and he puts a fairly long comment on there, but he summarized it at the end, which is helpful. And he says, let me summarize because there's a case of me rambling. One, define why you exist. Two, what's the pain points that you're solving? Three, define your audience, who they are, and who will benefit from such a community. Four, where do you think they hang out? And five, confirm your ideas by interviewing and talking to this audience. This is amazing advice, but I think the out, whatever happens, whatever the insights you find of this, they're going to say, if he's got a good community and it's worth doing, they're going to say, I love being part of this and here's what I want next. So the point that I'm trying to make, and it's so in line with what we're doing with the podcast, is don't be don't be so hard on yourself where you've got to build these black and white rules between these two things and it's all about this balancing this ebb and flow in terms of actually you want to find a way to add more value to more people you've got to do two things david in my opinion one you've got to just be really honest with your existing community and say hey guys here's who we are here's what we do and here's what we'll only ever do or if that doesn't fit with you you need to find option two actually there's three options option two is ease up on yourself Find some time every week, put it into the calendar where 
you can define how you move this onto the next levels. And if it feels like work, don't quit because it's going to feel like work because everything's fun and sexy to start with. It's like a marriage, mate, okay? Everything is super... <laughs> I was like, shit, don't like that. But it's true. It's, it's extremely true is... Like you go through this honeymoon period, everything's fun, it's interesting. And then you actually go, actually, this is someone that I want to spend my life with. But it, it does become work. And dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> and dad bod kicks in, then you have kids. But what my point is, is it's not easy day to day in a marriage, but you do it because the benefits outweigh the negatives. Yeah. And I know I'm going a bit deep and it's on a bit of a tangent, but think of this like that is you're going to have a lot of work to do with this, but the overall benefits massively outweigh the times where it air quotes, feels like work mm. for you. So don't, my, my fear is he sort of wakes up one and goes, fuck, this feels like work. Close the whole thing down because he set these two <laughs> rules up. Um, and I used to be exactly the same. I used to set these very binary rules and say X, Y, and Z, if this happens, I do this. And sadly, you can't fit every decision into a box. He needs to be really honest with himself uh, and it feels like he's trying to be, but the contradiction in the, the way he phrased the question makes us think actually, is it because he's got uh, an over degree of loyalty to his existing job? He doesn't want his current employer to think that he's got a side business. There's something there mm. that we need to pull out. Uh, David, super interesting. If you if you carry on this thread, he's actually just posted again um, in terms of like what his goals are. But two options, three options. One, communicate to community what it's going to be. Two, don't be so hard on yourself and let this evolve to what it wants to become. And then put some time in the calendar every three months, reevaluate and reevaluate make a strategy, deploy that for three months and then sit back, go away for a half a day and look, is this something I'm still enjoying? If not, wind it back in. If yes, keep the foot on the accelerator. Don't limit your upside just because you've made these rules. Mm. Option three is you find someone that actually thinks this is cool. And it might be someone from within your community. You might find someone in the community because they're all business owners in the fitness space. You might find someone that's super active that you've made an admin or something and you go, listen, Harry, I know you're in the community, you're in the fitness space, you're into business. I don't want to make this platform my job, but there's something here. Do you fancy going out for some food to talk about some mm, opportunities about working yeah. together? Because I want to keep the community going. You're super active. Can we get to some agreement where it doesn't feel like work for me, but you can build it and we both benefit from helping more people? Like That's the sort of conversation it feels like David could be having at this point. What do you think? Agree. Agree. Um, yeah, I think to bring someone on and like you say it's, it either needs to grow or it'll or it'll die because it'll just reach a ceiling of of interaction and then like because people will want more people to come into the group otherwise you've just got the same people that are given the same ideas and I'm not I'm not saying that people will run out of ideas but it's just nice to have fresh faces and fresh opinions on things all the time yeah that, that's why we started like the, the first meetup we ever did we made a small group of friends out of it and it was amazing and but if it was just the same people that were coming every time to the meetups hopefully it is but then it's more growing exactly size. because everyone has a new dynamic and that and that's it and the new perspectives always just bring new things to the table and that's that's the exciting thing about it and if you don't want it to do that then it's just gonna it is just gonna fizzle out but bringing someone in that is a bit more hungry to kind of take the lead on it they might they might have struggled in doing something like this themselves but if you've been able to sort of get the ball rolling yep. they can then jump in so it's a win-win for both of you you started it but they get to 
achieve the thing that they were trying to get out of a community. It's an amazing point in terms of not everyone is meant to be a number one in a company. As in not everyone can come up with an idea and get it to traction but some people are just fucking fantastic operators. Like the number two, three, and four in a company, if they're great at operating, you've given them the foundation and the blueprint and said, we've already got something interesting here. Go and make it more interesting and grow mm -hmm. it. There's some people in the world that would be a perfect fit for. So he's, he's done a lot of, he's done the hard, he's not done all the hard work, but he's done a <laughs> lot of the hard work and heavy lifting to get mm. this off the ground. And then last thing, just before we wrap it up, Harry, is I just want to say the fact that we can jump on the mics and give such honest candid feedback to a member in our community this is for me the real value because this is just our opinion we might be wrong uh, and that's why it's important to to voice our opinions and get them into the group and help each other and this is what i i don't know whether i covered it off on the previous show when we spoke about the meetup but this is the real value in this community like there's no mm -hmm. egos here there's no ulterior yeah, motive so david i hope this has helped you but most importantly i hope it's triggered some thoughts for you and i look forward to carrying on the conversation with you in the facebook group any follow-up questions let us know in there and we'll be more than happy to help if they do have a follow-up question they can send it in to questions at startupdiary.club or they can join the club at <gasps> over at Facebook. I'm trying not to say the domain just to keep Adam happy right now. What was the mistake that you just found? You, you found a mistake, so just point oh, this yeah, I, I searched for Startup Diary on Facebook and came across the page, not the group. Okay, cool. So guys, make so, sure it's the group. Uh, basically, you'll know, you'll get asked to answer two questions, <laughs> super simple. Join the group. As you can see, there's some amazing conversations and support mm -hmm. in there. And it's very, very simple, guys. All you gotta do is agree not to be a dickhead and add some value. As long as you put more into the group than you expect to take out, this will be an amazing group for you to join. If that sounds interesting, head over there, join that today, and me, Harry, and the other 100 plus people in there look forward to connecting with you. See you next time.